0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of On The Fly. I'm Sam Hull, and this week's guest is the one and only Stephanie Tran. Stephanie is the Senior Sales Enablement Manager at Revenue River, and with that, she works with a lot of sales teams. Which brings us to this week's topic, which is Zapier. Stephanie gives some insight as to why Zapier can be such a positive tool, even though at times it can get a bad rap, as it may be misunderstood or misinterpreted. And to put it in the simplest terms, Zapier allows for integrations between software tools that don't always necessarily play nice with each other. We're really excited to have Steph dive deep into the true benefits and reasons why Zapier can... Help your sales teams and help clean up your integrations and connections. So, without further ado, here is
1: Stephanie and Eric. With me today, I have the one and only Stephanie Tran. Hello. Stephanie? Stephanie is uh, our Senior Sales Enablement Manager. Um, She works on our sales enablement team, obviously. You work with uh, uh, lots of sales teams and stuff like that. But we're really not having a sales enablement discussion today. I think we're having a much broader discussion. Um, Our topic today is like the infinite wonders and possibilities of a fantastic tool set. I know you're really excited to talk about Zapier.
2: I'm so excited to talk about Zapier. It's my favorite tool. Very, very underrated if you were to ask me.
1: Okay, so we're going to discuss like why, like let's just start with why you think it's so fantastic and why you think it's like underrated. Like you, you, I think you were talking a little bit when we were just chatting before this, you think like Zapier gets a bad name and stuff like that, maybe it's misinterpreted. So like sort of set the record straight on on Zapier as a tool set and why you think it's so great.
2: Sure, so Zapier itself is a tool um, that can connect 7 over 750 different web applications. So mm. maybe there are three to specific kinds of apps that otherwise don't really play nice to each other. They don't integrate very well. Enter Zapier. Zapier is a tool that lets you work those automated workflows mm. and automate some of these other things that otherwise couldn't happen um, between these tools... Without like moving
1: data from one to the other? Yeah, without okay.
2: having to write a single line of code.
1: Uh, so in a previous edition On the Fly, we talked about integrations. Yes. And, and a lot of times we as an agency have to do really custom integrations that re, uh, require a ton of code um, and development work. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's open API and it just starts to get into a really confusing world. But I think what you just touched on is like Zapier allows you to connect those other pieces of software mm-hmm. without having to do a bunch of like... Like hardcore development work, is that right? Yeah,
2: exactly. And just to be clear, I am not a coder. I don't know I barely even know what SQL is. I don't write HTML. I don't even know if the sentence I just said even makes sense. So you're not
1: the coder talking about how great Zapier is. You're a little bit more of like the prototypical like sort of end user. So as a non coder, do you find it to be intuitive to use?
2: admittedly at first I was really really frustrated but then once you kind of understand how each step in Zapier works it does kind of happen like a light bulb at least for me Mm -hmm. once you learn like five core functionalities of how the anatomy of Zapier works then you're able to use the tool to such a larger level of potential that you may have originally thought yeah so so talk
1: to me about those five cores do you know what they are
2: Um, I mean, I wouldn't say like five cores of Zapier. I'm just saying
1: like... Okay, in general.
2: In general, there's a certain anatomy to Zapier that's kind of difficult to understand.
1: So once you get over that learning curve, then it sort of like unlocks the potential and the capabilities. And you talk about 750 pieces of software that they can work with, you know, in more of a like general application. I think uh, 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 our audience is struggling. Maybe they're trying to get these two pieces of software to talk and they're not sure how they can do it and they don't want to spend $20,000 on a custom integration. Enter Zapier as a... A potential solution right
2: yeah and whether you're working in HR or you're working in sales or you're in marketing mm-hmm. or if you just have to do some basic administrative work mm-hmm. that takes hours of your time you can use Zapier without having like that level of technological mm-hmm. prowess that you would normally expect to need for this mm-hmm. kind of stuff
1: good so let's talk about a couple individual use cases maybe like let's start with uh, the most boring oh, 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 HR Uh, let's say, say I'm in HR, uh, what might I be able to do as APR?
2: Sure. Let's say that you're in HR and you work out of uh, a tool called Workable. That's a really common one a lot of HR, uh, HR platform. Yeah. And you could use it to like, let's say that you have a large volume of candidates and you have a certain keyword in Workable that you're looking for with you know, certain candidates you want. to Like a skill set, right? Exactly. And you don't have the time to sort through all 100 candidates that that apply, which I'm sure as someone who's been on that side, you get a lot of those kinds of candidates. For sure. And what you could do is use a Zapier that – as soon as and workable this type of candidate comes into your platform, then you could get notified within email or with Slack, for example. So
1: I could set up Zapier as an HR director or as a hiring manager or whatever. I could set up Zapier to ping me when somebody came through with like a skill set or experience in something like HubSpot. Yeah. And so that way, I've got I've got 93 open applicants for one position right now, and I have mm-hmm. no idea how many, if any of them, have experience with MySQL or HubSpot or Salesforce or whatever else I want to query. So Z- I could use Zapier to hook that up and say, yeah. boom, here's the four or five that meet your criteria. Yeah,
2: rather than having to spend an hour reading through every single yeah. one of those, that could save save you a lot of time, especially if you get an enormous amount of candidates who might not be qualified.
1: Good. What does Zapier cost me? What would it cost me to do something like that?
2: Um, I would recommend the basic one. I think it's $25 per month if you go month to month or mm-hmm. it's nineteen ninety nine uh yeah. at this time. Of so priority. yeah,
1: 250 bucks a year, I could have that efficiency. And if you think about how many hiring cycles and stuff like that, that could be a real benefit.
2: Maybe your time, your time and your sanity. Absolutely.
1: But uh, what's the outage time is money. Yeah. Okay, well done. That was not scripted. Um okay, let's talk about something else. Uh what about like database management? You mentioned MySQL. And MySQL is just a structure of a database. There's lots of different structures for database, and sometimes there's big sort of data management that needs mm-hmm. to be done in a lot of applications. Talk about how Zapier might be able to help with that.
2: Yeah, sure. So let's say that you have uh, one of my most common use cases among a lot of clients I use is Uh, Moving contacts from one database to maybe two or even three other kinds of databases. For example, Mm -hmm. let's say that uh, you want to create a contact in your preferred CRM, whether it's Marketo or HubSpot or whatever. Drive, Zoho, whatever. Yeah. Um, You could create, let's say that every time someone filled out a LinkedIn form. And that person lives in LinkedIn right now, maybe, or even uh, a Facebook form. Well, how do you want to get that to HubSpot or whatever CRM you want to use? You know, once at a time, that would have involved exporting, importing, and that is just a pain. So rather than mm-hmm. doing that, uh, you create a Zapier that says if they had done this trigger in LinkedIn or Facebook, like fill out a form, create that exact contact in this specific database. Oh, like ah,
1: okay. Okay. Yeah. So it can actually enrich your database in that
2: regard. Alternatively, you could also use.
1: Well <laughs> done. Great
2: segue. I mean, that's one way you can manage your data. But let's say that you have a contact that already exists in this database, but, it, but you know, hotspot, hotspot's my favorite. Um, but they had this specific behavior in this entirely different web application, but you need to somehow indicate in this database that that happened. Well, it's a pain to have to go through and, like, Look at the data, then manually input it. Mm-hmm. So maybe something as simple as changing a lifecycle stage in HubSpot. If, sure, Moving them
1: forward from qualified to in progress
2: or something yeah, like that. Yeah, if they had did this, if they did this on a Facebook ad, mm-hmm. and that's if then done.
1: then this type of logic, mm-hmm. really good. And you said create a Zapier. Uh, does, don't they have another word for that? What do you build? What are, what are you building in all those cases?
2: They're typically called zaps.
1: Zaps. There it is. Building some zaps. It's Thanks. weird they call it Zapier, but they don't call them
2: zapes right? Just saying. Just saying. There's an opportunity here.
1: Okay. <laughs> let's hit another application. Let's get a little bit closer to home now. How about like a marketing application? Give us a, maybe a standard uh, for all those marketers out there. I know we've got a lot of marketers in our audience and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, how, how, What are some good use cases for Zapier maybe to help with you, some of your core marketing functions?
2: Well, to, I mean, marketing can take a slew of different kinds of directions here. But um, in this specific case, let's just talk about social media management. Um, I mean, the social media can be really, really difficult to manage. Um, but let's say that you want to know if, uh, uh, somebody on Reddit mentions your specific brand. Mm -hmm. You're actually able to use Zapier to, Zapier, to create a zap. That would maybe notify you of Reddit mentions or notify you of if someone mentioned your brand on Twitter.
1: Oh, so, it's sort of like the stream effect, we're tracking and yeah. it's social listening, in other words. Mm-hmm. Really good.
2: Yeah, or you could also, um, some people don't necessarily have um, automated social media platforms. I mean, I don't know that. Like a
1: Hootsuite or a Sprout Content right. or a HubSpot social publishing tools, right?
2: Right, and if you don't have that as an option, that doesn't mean that. Your, you can't automate your social media. Uh, you could create an RSS feed that from your blog, mm-hmm. for example, to automatically shoot a LinkedIn post with this app without having to use a social media tool. Really I'm
1: good. Saying. Yeah, that's a great example of mm-hmm. some way. Like, that's a way, like, to me, I think what you mentioned there is that's a way to get scrappy, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's a way to, to solve and invent outside of just spending a bunch of money on a bunch of software, mm-hmm. also.
2: And then um, another scenario for marketers, uh, oftentimes we get we host events in Eventbrite or like a webinar or something, and that's an entirely different platform than maybe your favorite email marketing tool or other marketing tool, whether you use Infusionsoft or HubSpot or Marketo or MailChimp or however you want to nurture these kind of contacts at registered event. Mm-hmm. Um you could so rather than having to forego some creativity and just use Eventbrite's automatic confirmation emails, which are kind of dull and not exactly personalized, you could use a zap to trigger um, an event registrant to automatically be put into a drip campaign maybe that you built in Drip mm-hmm. or in MailChimp or in HubSpot or sure. whatever preferred email marketing you use. Yeah, yeah.
1: Awesome. So you can then use, we were talking about this before uh, we started filming. We uh, did a big integration project for a client all the way back in 2016 that involved Salesforce, HubSpot eventbrite Love it. and we connected it all with zapier right Love and it. I think what that did was pump registrant information into the marketing and CRM so that we could nurture before the event right that's the application you're talking about
2: that's certainly one application for it but yeah that's very very similar to what you could do
1: mm-hmm. okay good let's talk about your favorite uh, uh, application which is sales how can zapier help sales people be more effective more powerful like how how do how we take the Uncork this puppy.
2: Okay, so sales reps. I work with dozens and dozens of sales reps. And I think, and you as a sales rep, I'm sure Mm -hmm. you can relate. Um, Nothing is a larger time suck and sanity suck than stupid, tedious, administrative work that is kind of repetitive.
1: Manual entry, duplicate entry.
2: Yeah, or like always having to send... Um, similar emails to, you know, the, mm-hmm. several people all the Write time. Write the
1: same three sentences after every yeah. single call.
2: Or, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or having to man to manually manage your own calendar if you want to book a sales call. Mm. So some of the things that um, my sales reps would use Zapier for would be, or Xavier, would be um, uh, automatically setting up Sales meetings. So let's say that your sales reps are primarily working out of a a Calendly, for example. Yep, very common. Mm -hmm. Uh, You could use uh, a Zap to. Well, once you automatically share your calendar link, calendar link with um, your prospect, Mm -hmm. you can use a Zap to automatically log that scheduled meeting to your preferred CRM, Salesforce, HubSpot.
1: No kidding.
2: And. Um, in addition, you could also have that automatically log to your Google Calendar if it's not already synced to your mm-hmm. Calendly, and uh, you can also use it to automatically send reminder emails as well for that upcoming meeting to that prospect.
1: Awesome, awesome. So you're such a huge Zapier fan. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is basically a Zapier promotional segment, which sort of leads me to ask the question: Are are you on Zapier's payroll?
2: <laughs>
1: no. No? Are you commissioned by them in any way?
2: No, but.
1: Is the agency commissioned by them in any no, way? No, but I
2: would really like them to be open to commissioning me.
1: I mean, personally, I feel like you're due for some sort of big bonus. Like if nothing else, like a Zapier t-shirt or some, everybody seems like they're doing socks these days. Like some sort of (laughs) swag should be in the mail to you. And I feel like you should market to them when this comes out, because they're going to want to share this. I believe because uh, my point being there, Stephanie, is like there's no real skin in this game from us from a promotional standpoint. You, You brought this topic to us because you feel really passionate about it and you feel passionate about it because of the use case and the capabilities that it has, not because there's some alternative incentive for us, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Zapier has saved me so much time and sanity and has opened doors that I never would have thought would be imaginable Mm -hmm. just for native tools. And if I could encourage other people to be open to using Zapier to, for them to benefit from it then.
1: Absolutely. So So we already established that time is money. So technically what they've done is and really empowered you to be more efficient. But I also feel like it's helped you solve some things, right? Like I think in the early days, as you were using Zapier, you know, the early days and you sort of your early exposure to it, like you're trying to solve a problem and you're trying to see if that, how can you solve this problem? It's not like, what can Zapier do? It's like, I've got a client that's got a problem. How am I going to solve it? Can Zapier be a solution? Oh, it can. And then you'd go through that sort of motion two, three, four times. And now you're like, holy crap, this tool has a lot of power and a lot of capabilities. And this is something I want to learn more about, right?
2: Mm-hmm. I really feel like I can make the internet do whatever I
1: want. Ah, that's empowering. That's awesome. That's a, also probably a great way to end this uh, uh, little segment of on the fly is like Zapier allows you to make the internet do whatever you want. That's powerful. Um, Stephanie, thank you. You've been a great guest. Uh, I can tell your, I can just sense and and feel your passion for a tool set like this. And I, I think it's, it's really, really cool that we can get really excited about this stuff because what we're trying to do is solve for clients, right? And make yeah. things work better and make people's Life easier, empower them, enable them. And if you can use a tool like this uh, and go in and solve some of the world's problems, like that's a good deal. And that's a good reason to be excited, right? Yeah.
2: Thanks for letting me talk about my favorite tools. Absolutely.
1: Favorite. Absolutely. Good. What's your favorite all-time connection that you've done with Zapier?
2: Oh, ooh,
1: ah, on the spot.
2: Okay, fine. Um, my favorite connection was, um, it was a connection with using... HubSpot emails with Slack with um, Google Sheets to use to search on Slack. um, That would also send an email through HubSpot. Mm. It was a really big one. Yeah. Long time. Very good. Oh, with and I also used a webhook.
1: Ooh, webhooks. I heard webhooks are a big piece of Zapier. (laughs) Okay, very good. So if somebody had questions, like if somebody was like struggling with Zapier or if they were trying to connect something or something like that, would you say you're approachable? Could somebody reach out to you like on LinkedIn or something like that? Of course. And ask you a quick question?
2: Of course. You'd be happy
1: to give them advice. You wouldn't like send them an invoice or anything, would you?
2: Even if it was something that I have never done before, I would love to hop on a screen share and learn together.
1: Geek out a little bit.
2: Geek out a little bit. All
1: right. Stephanie's your girl. If you need some help with this stuff, if you're going to take the plunge on this stuff and want to go wade into that, uh, consider Stephanie Tran a
0: resource. I'm here for
1: you. All right. That's (laughs) it for today on the fly. We'll see you guys next time.
0: Okay. And that does it, folks. Thank you for joining us this week. If you have any questions or would like some more insight on anything that Stephanie and Eric talked about on this episode, please feel free to reach out to us at 303-945-4341 or visit us online at revenueriver.co. We hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week, and we'll catch up with you next time on On The Fly.